0: This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nugget of broadcast. On today, I want to share the word of the Lord with you from Ezra chapter 8, verse 21 through 23. And I want to start out by reading this text to you listen to this I'm reading it out of the New King James Version and it says and then I Ezra proclaimed up fast there at the river of Ahava, that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him the right way for us and our little ones and all our possessions for I was ashamed to request of the king an escort of soldiers And horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road. Because we had spoken to the king saying the hand of our God is upon all those for good who seek him. But his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him. So we fasted and entreated our God for this. He answered our prayer. I want to start out today by giving you some background about this text. and Presenting to us a word of the Lord from his heart to yours. This text involves people released out of bondage by their captors. Seventy years prior to this time, their captor came into their city, destroyed their protective walls and demolished the temple of God brick by brick. They took all the treasures of gold and silver and of anything in their value out of the temple to the whole homeland and placed them in their pagan temples. God, however, directed their captives to help them get back to their homeland along with helping them to rebuild what they had destroyed. The people in these texts in this text are the Jews and the captors of the Babylonians. Yes, the Jews, Abraham's descendants, had lost their freedom to live in their promised land because of their disobedience to God's will for their life. Before their captors came into their land, there was an agreement that God would have no other God before him. He did not want anything made by hands. To be placed before him where their lifestyle, their way of life was placed before his leadership in their life. Does that sound familiar today? God has not changed. He wants to be first. He wants his way of living to be first. His lifestyle, regardless of the lust of our flesh that draws us into a life of being guided by idols that agrees with the lust of our flesh. And I emphasize the lust of our flesh. Satan pulls us from out under the covering of God through the things that we desire in our flesh. It, it's, it feels comfortable. It feels right. Yes, I, I, I'll be the first to tell you there are things that are connected to living for God that does not always please the flesh but it protects us from the consequences of the lust of our flesh God's way is always the best way and that's why we need a God like God yeah. the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob one that will protect us from ourself Dear hearts, the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life Oh, yes, the Jews did not believe this, but after being in bondage for seventy years, they repented in their hearts to a point where God said, "It's time for you to go back home." Yes, yeah, the hearts of repentance what is repentance? A change of heart and mind it is not just physically making changes. there are many people who come to christ and and, and, and take on the attitude, I got to stop this, stop that. No, it's, a, it's about you becoming a part of the family of God. Uh, it's, it's, it's a process of change. You're not that you should not change your ways to protect your livelihood and your life. But repentance starts in the heart and in the mind. You see, repentance is a breakdown of our will with a rebuild into an energy-packed life of following Christ. Let me say that again. Repentance is a breakdown of our will with a rebuild into an energy-packed life of following Christ. We end up with evidence that God's way is the best way. In other words, God marks you for life and eternity. He makes himself unforgettable. Let me say that again. God will make himself unforgettable. He will prove to you that his way is the best way. And that's what he did for the Jews while they were in bondage for 70 years. I I, I do hope that for us it doesn't take us that long because what God did he allowed a generation of people to experience what it felt like to not to live in a land that God had established for you, oh yeah, God plants you in places that will bless you. Let me say that again, God will plant you in a place that will bless you, and I'm not talking about just just with things and, and and conveniences of life, but a place where you and God are in agreement about. What's happening in your life? Your flesh may be suffering, but your heart and your spirit are one with God. That fellowship is more important than the conveniences of life. And yet there are times where God will change your natural conditions. Because it's just necessary. Whatever place you're in, I want you to know that God's way is the best way. And he will make himself unforgettable. He will prove to you. That he is the best option for your life. And dear hearts as the Jews are heading back home. This is a driving force. As they head back home to rebuild what God allowed to be torn down. He tore down to build them up into a people of faith. People empowered to carry the burden of providing a nation. For birthing his only begotten son into this earth. Let me say that again. He tore them down to build them up, to become a people of faith, empowered to carry the burden of providing a nation for birthing his only begotten son into the earth. So now we have this people heading back home with two great troops. This is the first truth they had, which is, you see in this text, Ezra said, we're heading back home, and I'm not going to ask for help to protect us as we travel back home because of two great truths. First of all, the hand of the Lord is upon those that seek him. He preached this to the people in Babylon. God is with us. He's going to get us back home safely. In other words, supernatural intervention outside of our natural strength is with us. God created this plan for us to get back home and he's going to be with us every step of the way. The other great truth that Ezra had with him as he headed back home. Back home as God's wrath is upon those that forsake him. We have not forsaken God. God is with us. And God is going to be with us. These truths led the Israelites to do two things. So that God would support these truths. They prayed and they fasted. They prayed for what they needed to get back home and added fasting to the prayers. And their hearts, they made it home. And my message to us today, out of this text, is that you can get it back with prayer and fasting. Ezra and the people, as they headed back home to their homeland, needed some help. And they got it by asking God and fasting. Prayer and fasting. What is fasting? Fasting is to afflict oneself with the absence of food, with the absence of of certain types of food, with the absence of eating for three hours, six hours, 12 hours. However God leads you, afflict oneself. Uh, uh, Being in consecration for 24 hours, oh yes, there are many things you can do. It's where you act on... uh, God's leading, prayer and fasting. And and, and I, I share this today as you pray and fast, that you act on God's voice to guide you, to help you get what you need. And it may be money, marriage, singleness, oh yeah, investors in your business. What do you need as you pray and fast? Maybe it's medical help. Employees for your business, special education for your children, counseling for weak areas in your life. I encourage you to name it and talk to the Lord about it. Name what you need. Get it back with prayer and fasting. The hearts, Ezra and the people of God made it safely back to their homeland without the help of their captors. And the reason they got it, because they asked for protection. They added fasting to their prayer. You see, fasting is God's second invitation for help. Yes, prayer and fasting are invitations to the Lord for help. God wants to be invited, yes. He wants to know that you want him there with you. You see, fasting helps to build our faith to what I call An acceptable level needed to move mountains in our life. Oh yes, fasting has levels of intensity that boost the power of our faith. It helps you to make that connection with God to a point of his release for relief from obstacles in your life. Let me say that again. Fasting helps to build your faith to an acceptable level needed to move mountains in your life. It helps you to make that connection to a point of his release for relief from obstacles in your life. Oh, yes. If you need relief today from something that is plaguing your life, I encourage you to add fasting to your prayer, prayer and fasting. You can get back everything you have lost. That you need to stay in the will of God. And that's why my word to you today, beloveds, is to get it back with prayer and fasting. Get it back. Put pressure on Satan and his followers. With supernatural intervention by God. Satan hates the presence of God in our life. It bothers him. It makes him very uncomfortable. He decides to turn around and pack up his things and go home because fasting builds up your faith to a point where you become unstoppable. beloveds. you are unstoppable with the power and presence of God in your life with prayer and fasting. Well, I've got to go. God bless you and hope to share again with you on next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. Be sure to check out the podcast for this program on FamilyValuesRadio1010.com. To find it, just go to the website and click on the podcast link at the top of the page.